I recently watched myself in a short film that I shot over two years ago. I felt that my energy was pretty low and that I only got a whiff of who that character is. I remember when shooting it that I was more worried about doing too much with my face and energy, so much so that I was not allowing myself to pray, play freely. I also didn't get much direction that day either, so I was on my own to figure it out myself. I guess my question is, how do you know what level of energy is going to read on camera? I'm theater trained, so I'm used to filling a bigger space. Are there any tips to making that adjustment to the screen and even from wide to close-up shot that still allow you to be vibrant and bold in your choices? This is right up Raza's alley. I love this question. It's such a great question. I have feel your pain. I have been there. I have been in a screening, you know, at a premiere, watching my work, cringing, wishing I could do that scene again, hating this choice or hating that moment. Um, so I know what it's like to watch it and wishing that you could have another crack at it. And that's one of the big differences between film and television and theater is that theater, we get a chance to come back the next night and do it again. But in film and television, you do it, maybe you do it over and over again for that day, and then you, it goes off to the editors, off to the gods, you forget all about it until they invite you to a screening. And then you're like, oh my God, what did I do? So, how do I know whether or not my performance is the right size for the moment? The size is the size of the moment for the person who's living the life. So how much I want to communicate to you now is how much I'm expressing myself, right? So I want to communicate to you now through the lens. So I'm like pushing my energy out to the lens because I want you to feel me, right? So wherever the person is in that scene, if they're up close to me and we're having an intimate moment, then that's the size of the performance. The size of the performance is dictated by the moment in the person that you're playing, whose life you're living how big is that moment to them? And how big is their need to communicate? That's the size of the moment. If you are shooting and thinking about, I don't want to overact, I don't want to move my face too much, you're probably dead. Why? Because you're thinking about the camera and the lens, and you're thinking about dampening down your life. Instead of just living as that person, you have to remember, there's no camera in the scene of that person, unless there's a camera in the scene, like they're playing a newscaster or something. But normally, let's say it's a regular old scene and there's no camera there, then you're communicating the size that it takes for you to communicate to your girlfriend that she doesn't need to date that guy anymore. And with that connection and that need, that's the size of the communication. Now, some people might say, oh, well, that's too much going on in your face. Well, it depends on how much you need her to get it. It's about connecting to the other actor and making sure that they feel you and get you and you get your objective, or at least you try to get it. They're gonna be obstacles. So don't forget your good old acting training. Use it. So how do I know if I'm doing too much? Number one, you have to trust the director, right? So sometimes directors, for whatever reason, they're getting what they need for that particular movie, right? They can see a larger picture. And so we have to collaborate with them and trust them. As a director, I have to tell you that. And then number two is that you have to practice this craft. You don't get it enough. If all you ever get it is when you get a gig and then you see the screening, that's not enough on camera time for you to be fierce. What you should be doing is putting yourself on tape weekly, 
That's the broke man's way of doing it. Of course, there are classes out there, but I, when I was starting out acting, what I did was I would rehearse on camera. Rehearse on camera, work it out, watch it, and see what it looks like. Do you believe yourself? Number one, that's the first thing you ask yourself. Is it believable, right? And then right away, you can feel when you're connected and how, that, how is that perceived, right? And you can make your own adjustments from there. The camera is a wonderful tool, and it's just too doggone cheap for you not to use it. See how fired up she gets about this stuff? Because I don't <laughs> like excuses. <laughs> All right, you got that? All right. Okay, I, practice. Practice. All Every right. week. Okay. Okay, let me just tell you real quick. Oh, one okay, more thing. To practice, <laughs> what you want to do is take a, a scene that you're interested in, work it out, work out the beats. Don't just read. Work it out, work out the beats, commit, and stage a scene and act the scene. Then, once it starts to feel juicy and connected, don't watch a first take, don't watch a second take, don't watch a third take. I'd say about take six. When you're feeling really connected, like, wow, that was, I was really, I forgot about the camera, I was really there, I was really in that moment, then you can watch it back, okay? So only watch it once you feel connected and you've worked out the staging and you've done your work. Don't expect for you to just cold read and for it to be all juicy and full like it needs to be. And make sure you're reading the entire script. Okay. Got that? All right. I okay. hope I didn't sound too preachy or teachy. It's, it's what you're going to get. I'm sorry. That's, that's how that's I am. That's who she is. Okay.